When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Wake up, everybody. If J. Will is awake, (laughs) you can get up, too. Oh, Duke, they didn't have to win that game. That wasn't a game they had to win. J. Key, that was a game they won, though. Yeah, that is true. I was stressed. I was stressed, Key. If you could could have seen me last night, I was... Pacing, walking, I was in the dead sweat, armpits all sweaty. That's where I was at last night. That's the kind of mindset I was in last night. You were nervous? Just, Why oh, were you geez. nervous? Wow. You, you, you originally said that Duke didn't have an opportunity or chance. Now they're in the Elite <laughs> Eight, buddy. First off, I don't like that you use your Coach K voice. And every time I hear Coach K talk, I just see you and I hear your voice. It's really annoying for me now. But I, I have to tell you, though, Max and Key, Three games ago, man, I would have told you there was no way in hell this team was even going to get to the second weekend. Like, no way they would get to the second weekend. thought they would lose to Michigan State. I remember talking to Trajan and, and Ellen Brand and be like, man, we're not that good. Like, it, this is going to be so disappointing for Coach K's last run. Hear me when I say this. This team can win a national championship. I have never once thought this entire season that I would hear myself say, Duke can win a national championship. Like, the way they've handled the last two games down the stretch, you talk about their last game, Michigan State being down five or six points with three minutes left to go in the game. I was like, here we, this is, this is game-winning time. What are we going to do? Jeremy Roach stepped up. And then even again, last night, Texas Tech, grown-ass men. Like, you're playing against men who are physical, going to zone in the second half. Three minutes to go left in the game, Jeremy Roach again. Paolo Bencaro stepped up. This team can win a championship. I never thought I would hear myself say that this year on Coach K's last hurrah. Well, Jay, you've talked about it in the past when you said you need gritty guard play, right? Leadership from the guard position. You've talked about how for the regular season, when you take over the point for Krzyzewski, you've got a lot to learn. It's not natural at first. But Roach looks like he's in a rhythm now, and Coach K addressed the point about the team and the process at the, pre- at the postgame presser. God bless them. The, it, what, what a great, great group these kids. The, they've they've grown up so much in, in the last last twelve days. It's uh, such a such a joy. It's it's an amazing thing. It is. It it actually it is. And when you talk about like a guy like Jeremy Roach getting knocking down fifteen points, especially those two big jumpers late in the game. When I watch this college basketball, much like the pros for me. I like watching the second half and late into the game because that's really when I know what a team is all about because you see the the, the, the tenacity, the, the grit, the grind, the hustle, all of the things down the stretch that Duke put together against Texas Tech is the reason that they are now moving on, Jay. Key, if you could see me last night, I know there was a meme all over the Internet of me when we're losing to North Carolina because I'm sitting there saying, time out, time out, time out, because North Carolina was like an 11-0 run. I'm yelling at the TV screen last night, please, Lord, go to zone. And Coach K, like, started coaching. When he went to zone and I started seeing Texas Tech, 
settle for threes. I'm like, oh, you're giving us a gift. You're settling for threes. And and that's when Duke was able to take over the game. I'm just, look, big shout-out to Arkansas. I mean, since Nola Richardson, you know, Eric Musselman has these guys back, we have to see them in the Elite Eight. But, man, like, I – the confidence level that I have for my team, I'm always going to show up for them, right, Keith? Same way you show up for USC. But it was kind of like a, a, a fake showing of the chest. I was like, yeah, I have to say this is Coach K's last. I, I believe it now. I, I believe it. It's real. Duke will play Arkansas, Jay, as you mentioned. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So they're going to play Arkansas because Arkansas beat Gonzaga every year. Gonzaga... <laughs> Is supposed to do something, and by the way, I, you know, I'm, I'm the guy who's going to stand up for them. I think they do. They win games in the tournament, just not enough of them. What happened to Gonzaga, Jay? Chet Holmgren got into foul trouble, and Arkansas took it right to them. I got to tell you, man, Coach Musselman, as much as people say, you know, he didn't pan out in the NBA, this dude is a coaching genius, I mean, the, the, the sets they were running last night offensively, defensively, the way they were making Gonzaga play faster, the physicality in which they play, Arkansas is the real deal. And, and, and Key, I know we're going to get into in this today about Gonzaga, man. I, I just I want them to get over the hump. Like, I love Mark Few. I love what they do. People are going to use the fact that they play in the West Coast Conference and they always have a dominant record and they can never get over. It's still hard to win the amount of games he wins each and every year. But, damn, it just feels like they can't get over the hump, man. They can't. There's no question that you're going to hear people get all over the coach. Why wouldn't they? Every single year, and especially since I've been working with you, Jay, the first thing I ask you is, why Mark Mark (laughs) Few and Gonzaga? What's up with that? Oh, man, they're good. Yeah, oh, they, they're the number one seed, man. They roll. They, they got NBA guys. They got number one classes. Every damn year, though, like literally every year. And I hear you, Max. Oh, they win a game or two in the, in the, in the uh, tournament. They go all the way to Elite Eights. And, no, it doesn't matter. They still have not been able to finish the deal. No question. At some but point, but- at some point, enough's enough. But, but, but Key, they were just in a national championship game yeah. last year. They were just you, right look, there. You see what this is? This is an L. Uh, hold that. Hold that they L. They took an L. It doesn't matter. They took an L. Still, to Don't this day, think- Seth Greenberg was on with us last year. Oh, Key, you know, it's gonna, basketball, they're great. They lost. Seth was on with us the other day. Who's going to get upset? Well, not your, not your Zags. They're going to be rolling. Guess what, man? They're at home with Arizona now. Man, I, I think of coaches, and he, this guy it really applies to, in Mark Few's case, who become a victim of the expectations that they create, right? They take something from nothing. They make it really good. Now people are like, well, take the next step. I'm not saying Mark Few is on the level of some of the guys who've won championships, but he took nothing, made something, and now people expect that, more, Jack. Hey, Max, yeah. that's his job. Okay, but he does it well. Max, Max, he is on the level of some of these tremendous coaches. L- listen, we do you know what people said about Jay Wright yeah. before he won two champions? People were crucifying Jay yeah, Wright. Oh, thing. he's not on the level. Then all of a sudden he wins two, and it's like he has two. And what other active but coach Jay, has two? Only Coach K. Jay will. Jay Wright is, hasn't been the head coach at Villanova for 23 years and hadn't been in the program for 30-plus. Come on now. I understand you want to 
I understand you want to take it easy, soft landing. I get it. But, Mark, you come on, though, man. Like, seriously. I'm just telling you, Key, Gonzaga used to be a mid-major, man. Like, I never looked at Nova <laughs> as a mid-major. Like, they are they look like they're, it's like they're part of a Power 5 conference. That's how we talk about Gonzaga now. It, that's because of Mark Few and, and, and his and, crazy winning percentage. And if you and if we are talking about them as a, a I guess, blue blood, Power 5, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Should, they should act like that and finish like that. And they haven't. Villanova has a history. Way back to 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 to, to Raleigh Massimino, long time ago. They have a history. Gonzaga's history is with Mark Few. And guess what? They ain't going, they just like everybody else at home. I'm just saying, all I'm doing is pointing out that every single year, and I should have bet on them. Why didn't you tell me, Jay? I should have bet on Gonzaga to lose. <laughs> no, to lose. To, to lose. lose. Yeah. I mean it was Man, they it was nine and a half for them last night, man. It was it was, it was bad. I'm sorry, Arkansas took it. You talk about punching somebody in the mouth, Arkansas punched Gonzaga in the mouth. Absolutely. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Keyshawn J. Will Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All right. Know what? Should throw this open to the, the callers, Go guys. Dude. Go do it. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Hey. Does Mark Few need to win a national title? Does he need to win the national championship just to get key off him? (laughs) You know, Sweet 16 ain't enough. National title appearance ain't enough. Plus, Jay fell asleep somewhere last night, I guess, uh, he was not proud of. G-Sean, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, guys, this is one of those, like, I don't know if you call it, like, a factoid or something, and I don't know where it goes, but we just got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. This blew my mind. So the Tampa Bay Bucks. remember I was flipping out. Wait, you got Shaq Mason for a fifth-round pick to replace, uh, to replace uh, Marpet, right? So he's a you know, good offensive, guard, offensive uh, lineman. And Shaq Mason, it turns out, Born in 1993, is his full name is Shaquille Olajuwon Mason. Named for Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. Shaquille Olajuwon Mason. Shaq Mason. Okay. He has a new teammate now, right? Bucks pass rusher Shaq Barrett. There's another Shaq on the other side of the ball. He was born in 92, the year before. Shaquille Akeem Barrett. Named after Shaq and Olajuwon, Hakeem Olajuwon. For the first half of Hakeem's pro career, I'd say more or less to my recollection, everyone called him Akeem until it was made clear, no, it's Hakeem. So so what are the – that blows my mind. Two dudes named after the same two guys in order on the same team? I don't know what to say about it. It just blows my mind. No, yeah, it it does, but the only only thing is there – the names sound the same or whatever. The spelling's a little bit different on them. Um, other than that, it just it's weird, right? But if you go, if you go through 
I'm sure if we go through a laundry list of professional athletes in years that they were born and when those athletes were at the height of their careers, we're going to find all type of names, especially in our community. We do that all the time, right, Jay? I come on, kid, killing me. I know there's some Keyshawn Jays out there. I know there's some Keyshawn. Oh, if you're yeah, a Keyshawn sure. Jay, call into the show. Or Jay Keyshawn, call into the show. We had Keyshawn Davis on this show, a hell of a prospect um, with top rank. Real, real good fighter. Clearly, he even said named after Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson. Key- well, yeah, I mean, just in general, though, we, I mean, that's just, that's part of it. I mean, you're going to get your Tigers, your Kobe's. Yeah, you but know, in a row, guys, in a row, Shaquille Hakeem, or, or Shaquille, sorry, Shaquille Olajuwon and, and, and Shaquille Hakeem. It's the same two centers in order. Are you sure it wasn't Hakeem from Coming to America? Are you sure? <laughs> and the beauty about it is they're on the trash. same Think team Think of Hakeem. What's that? The beauty of it is they're on the same team now. I wonder yeah. how that locker room is going to prank on either s- on them. On either side of the ball. I don't know. Like I, said, I don't know if that conversation goes anywhere. It just blew my mind. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Will Max presented hey. by Progressive Insurance. Oh, I, I hear why Yates is playing that beat right now. But anyway, who's playing it? Evan? Not Yates. Who is no, it? Yates is yeah, off today. Yates is it on? The, yeah, Yates is off on Fridays. You know this, Max. So who's? Pl- oh, right, it's Friday. Uh, who who who's playing the beat? It's Cam. Just a little. Uh, it's Cam, man. Well, okay, he he selected it. Think about think about the lyrics of the song. Anyway, Jay, you fell asleep. The reason I bring that up is you fell asleep. Where on Thursday? So, I, <laughs> so I was I was on my way to I got to the airport. And, you know, key. I got there. My flight got delayed. So I'm like, man, I'm tired as hell. Been up since two thirty in the morning. This, I don't care. I'm gonna go ahead and get this massage. You know, like one of those massage joints where they come in and. You know, they, they, it says be relaxed. So <laughs> I sit down in the chair. And first off, yeah, you know, when you sit down. No, and I don't know that. But go ahead and explain to me. You, 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 At the you, airport, you never done, Jay, like, come on. You never done a massage? Yeah, well, I was tired. So what? Leave me alone. You got to you put your face those... face down in that thing. That's what I'm saying. At the airport <laughs> in a pandemic? I don't know. Pandemic so at the airport. Nasty. So yeah. wait. So I know. I know. I can't. I couldn't help it. So the lady, first off, she's, I'm like, you know, I, I get down in the chair. And I, I'm like, do you have anything, that, any protective covering around, like, the, the smelly, nasty, old leather strap around the face part? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, we don't. I was like, oh, come on, all right, Jay. Nah, all right, I mean, I know. So I tried to put my, my, my shirt over it, but then I couldn't breathe. So I was like, man, I'll just, I'll just do it. And next thing you know, Lord, I woke up. Key, it was like 20 minutes later. I had drool all on the side of my mouth, <laughs> all on the leather. My mouth just... And I text Evan. I'm like, damn, this is so relaxing, but it's so nasty. What's wrong with me? You think you're the only one who ever fell asleep and drooled? Hey, Max, I was just about to say, Mm. 
Do you think you're the only one that's ever drooled on those cushions? <laughs> oh, I'm with you, Keith. Oh, oh, that's no, all. No. no, come on. No. I'm going to get sick. I'm sneezing now. Look, that's how it happens. What, by the oh. way, even as he like, said it, Key, he was scratching himself and stuff. He's like, I fell asleep, and he's scratching. You better, be, better be glad they didn't raid the place. <laughs> it wasn't one of those. Shut up. You're saying it was at the airport, right, right, Jack? Like waiting Key, for your flight fool, type man. stuff? You are a fool, yes. Yo, I can't with Key, man. Did so, you even hear what he said, Max? I, I did. can't with him. I heard it. I you know heard Max it. go. You know Max ain't trying Max to get fired. Said, <laughs> no, <laughs> Key, take it right to that point all the time, right there. Yeah, it's a uh, Friday. Let's all calm uh, down. Uh, so, what is the most disgusting place you've ever fallen asleep, Key? <laughs> Jay just came right out with it, and that was like yesterday. <laughs> um, right I would probably it. say a, a, a disgusting, probably a bar. Yeah, what just or, on the bar counter? Or, yeah, on the bar counter. One of them the bar was, counter, yeah, yeah. I got one. Go. Wait, no, tell, no, no, no. You can't just say yeah. Now you have to tell me that story. Like well, you, you are, you are, a, you are a big. You're six four, man. You ain't no but, little dude sleeping you, on the bar counter. But but you, not, you, you tired, mm-hmm. and then you consuming alcohol, and then all of a sudden you consuming more alcohol. You tired, and you trying to hang, and then all of a sudden you find yourself just bam, and you sleep. To the point where you wake up and you like, you know what, man, I gotta get up out of here. You're not talking you know, about I, you're stretched out on the bar counter. Your just head no. is slu- tr- slumped yeah, on. Just, oh, yeah, no, yeah. One of these. Jay's, Jay's acting oh. like you got you got the, yeah, the oh, hat okay. on with a little oh, ball like, at the end and the pajamas okay. and the and you're no, laying out. No, with the, no, you know. I could I could top that for you then because on New Year's one year I was in college and my buddy and I went to a party in New York City and it was open bar for like the first two hours. So and we paid a hundred bucks to get in. So like at the time I'm in college, I'm like, man, I'm gonna drink. Drink, you know, get get it worth my while, and uh, I drank a ton in the first two hours. I ended up passing out. I ended up passing out on the <laughs> nice. Uh, I ended up passing <laughs> out on the kitchen floor of this bar downstairs oh, on some nasty. cardboard boxes. <laughs> that's nasty. It was gross. I'll tell in New York, it. though, that's even. Oh, I told God. my wife. That's that's, I told my wife that story last night after Jay told me. This. She says, "You know, I wish I would have known that before I married you." <laughs> Here's a question for all of you. <laughs> you ever have to go so bad, you're at a bar, whatever, pitchers of beer, whatever, you have to go so bad that when you finally get into the bathroom, you lean your head against the wall, oh, yeah. you know, and, and you're not fully conscious for the whole process, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably, if you want to say technically, <laughs> most disgusting place I've ever fallen asleep, head against the wall oh, while, oh. while making myself more comfortable. Oh, I done been there. Oh, yeah. Max, I done been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in, in my younger days and stuff. Oh, yeah, I done. Max, is that where you put, the, you put the left hand? You put the left hand key against the, you know, left hand against the wall on the lean? <laughs> oh, hey. It could, it, it could take a couple minutes like now if you, if you wait too long. <laughs> that's, right. so, that's so gross, though, because so I was, oh, oh, man. You think the oh, pandemic that made. was nasty. You guys think the pandemic may pe- I've always been this way, like germ conscious. I don't like if I'm on if I'm on an airplane, I get the um, the cocktail napkin to open the bathroom door. I don't want to touch surfaces of course. like that. Oh, yeah. But the pandemic, yeah. I think, has people. I even hated shaking hands. Just give a fist bump or just nod or whatever. Yeah. I think the pandemic has people more conscious of that now. It, it, it certainly has yeah. me super more conscious because I like freak out when like the, don't come in my house with no shoes on. Right. Leave the shoes exactly. at the front door, man. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're visiting or not. Take them off. I got a big old sign. I'll take a picture when I get home and show you the sign. 
shoes off before entering because it's just gross. And when I, was, I went to a restaurant to lunch the other day, and just Max mentioned it, and so I got to, you know, I got to do my deal at the urinal, and I happened to look down in front of the urinal and all the splatter. Mm. I was just like, my mm. shoes. I was just no, like, no, oh, no. so, so gross. And people walk right, and in New York City, think of what's on the street, and people walk all over the place, then walk right into your house with those no, same shoes. No, Key, take Key, off I thought about your you yesterday. shoes. Key, Key, I thought about you yesterday on the plane, no lie, because I was sitting up there in my seat, and a woman walked to the bathroom on the plane with no shoes oh, or socks on. on. I was like, oh, I know you told me a story about it, Key. I will not. That's your story to tell one day. No, but, but I, I, can't, no I ain't got I no. I can't do that. No, I was on the plane once upon a time, and I'll tell it. And I was riding. This was years ago, and Britney Spears was on my plane. And Britney Spears got up, and I happened to look because it was Britney Spears. So I wanted to look. She walked to the restroom, Max. No shoes on. Oh, come on, Brittany. None. Zero. No. I was yeah, like, I'm off, I'm off it. No. <laughs> By the way, you know what you got to do for people saying, yeah, you got to invest in a nice pair of slippers for in, for when you're at home. I got a nice pair of slippers. I wear those slippers all over the house. All the time. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I get, I got, we got to, we usually take the ones from the resorts and the hotels and bring them home. Why are you, you stealing just, stuff from the resorts, man? Just get a pair Come of Uggs on. or something. You wear them for about a year, throw them out, get a new one. Hey, Marcus in D.C. <laughs> wants to get in is. on it, guys. Marcus in D.C. got a grossest place he's falling asleep call. What you got, Marcus? Hey, guys. Good morning. The letter show. All right, so I want to tell the story about, like, the time I was in the bar. Um, I was in Philly. I fell asleep, like, on a truck. It was literally a trough, like, horses eat out of it was a trough mm. and i don't know how many people like peed in there oh, i threw up in there on. and like oh. my face fell down in there my hands touched oh. down and i was oh. just out of control it was the, on the back thought it was like the most disgusting thing but in the moment i mean it was yeah yeah i'll yeah. tell you what even listening to that i feel like i could catch something oh. <laughs> Jay, were you, you know, snoring? People walk by him with the phone out, with the phone out, just taking pictures. Don't wake you up. I'm like, come on, man, help a brother out. Jay, you think you were snoring? Oh, I was one thousand. I was knocked out. I was. You ever? Key, you have those those naps where you wake up. You said, "What the hell? Where am I?" Like oh, that's, that's what kind of nap it was for me. The other yesterday. day that happened to me on my way to work. I, I mean, I went home. I went to sleep, and it felt like I was sleep through the next day. I jumped up, <laughs> thinking I was late to work. It was like two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so can we get, can we talk a little bit about sports? I think we should. What do you guys think? Let's take a you want to take a vote on it. Talk a little sports. Why sure. not? Why An not? entire division improved in the NFL, except for one team. So here's the question: Will they finish last? This is not a coach that is used to finishing last. Let's put it that way. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and coming to you live from the Seaport, Seaport District at Pier 17. Brought to you by Chase. I'm in New York at the Seaport today. Key in L.A. Jay in Chicago, we got you covered. East, west, middle of the country, wherever you are, like a blanket. Dolphins added Tyreek Hill, guys, and every team in the AFC East has improved on paper at this moment pre-draft, except the New England Patriots. Let's bring in Mike Reese to find out why. On the scene, Mike Reese on the scene, as always. What's up, Mike? Why are, why are the Patriots so quiet, Mike? Well, well, Max and Jay, let me just ask you a question. Do you, you guys ever wake up and say to yourselves, I don't want to let Keyshawn down? Like, that was my thought today. I'm like, I'm coming out to the stadium. I know he loves to see me at the stadium. It's 6.30 here. The sun isn't up yet, and I'm out here for Keyshawn. So, now, to answer your question, Max, what's going on with the Patriots? Not a lot. Um, they're, they're sort of going with this philosophy of they were very busy in free agency last year, and they like what they did in free agency last year. So they're looking internally and saying, what can we do to get more out of some of the guys that we signed last year, like a Janu Smith, who, you know, they paid a lot of money to last year, and he didn't give them a lot of production last season. So that's the first thought for the Patriots and try to build around what they signed last year. You know, Mike, as I, as I look at the Patriots, it takes me back to the early days of Bill Belichick, familiarity, getting guys like Otis Smith to come back with him, getting guys like Anthony Pleasant, Roman Pfeiffer, guys that he knew. Now, all of a sudden, he brings in Devin McCourty, right? He signs um, Matthew Slater back, Trent Brown. That familiarity of the old Patriot way seems to be back in store again. So, Keyshawn, you're, you're right on the money, as usual, and, and here's the key, the way they're looking at it here with the Patriots. They, those are culture guys. They know the way things work, but they have to complement that with better drafting, right? And last year, you get Mac Jones in the first round. You get Christian Barmore, defensive tackle out of Alabama, in the second round. Ramondre Stevenson, a running back in the fourth round. That's a good draft for the Patriots. But you look at some of the drafts before last year – and they weren't as good. And so they know they need to attack the draft and build some youth here to complement 
everything you just mentioned, all those culture guys, the older guys that know the way things work here in Foxborough. Mike, can Mike. Mac Jones carry this team on this roster back to the playoffs? So, well, you get the first to second year jump. It's a big question, right? What's going to have to happen is they're going to need to get more out of Jonu Smith, the tight end, who they signed four years, $50 million last year. Think about all the excitement that people were talking here last year. Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, the two tight ends set. Try to get more out of that. Nelson Aguilar, they paid a lot of money to last year. Two years, $22 million, 37 catches last season. Can they get more out of him? So Mack can elevate, but he's going to need some of the pieces around him to elevate. They love the running game with Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Offensive line is a strength of this team. Still need a couple pieces up there, but they're going to need to help Mack a little bit to ask Mack to do it all himself. That, that's probably going to be too much key. Mike, is it reasonable to think that the Pats could finish last in the division this year? Mike, did you uh, – Jay just – it looks like Mike's having some audio issues. Can you hear us, Mike? I got you, Max. I didn't hear what Jay was asking. Jay asked – It might have been it, something about Duke. Jay, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, Key's 100% right. It looks awesome when you're on the scene. Look at Mike Reese on the scene as always. But what Jay asked was, is it reasonable to think, based on the moves the rest of the AFC East has made and the fact that the Pats have so far stood still – that there's the danger of them finishing in last place in the division. So, so, so Jay, last place seems like a, a, too far of a fall to me, and I'll, I'll sort of default to something I would expect to hear from Bill Belichick uh, next week when we're down at the NFL owners' meeting in Florida. Last time I checked, the next game isn't played till September. So there's a lot more time for them to add to the team, the draft, Still time to make moves in free agency, although maybe not with top players, to find pieces that can help them. So it's not unreasonable to think the Patriots can keep improving. To me, it's whether the gap is just too wide to make up, given the improvements of some of the other teams in the division and the AFC on the whole. Mike, is Mac Jones a franchise QB? I mean, seeing all these big-time franchise QBs in the AFC, is Mac Jones that guy for the Pats? They believe he can be, and I think that's the key to the answer to the question. Like, they feel he's special, and the way he came in last year, and not just on the field with a performance they felt really good about, it was the way he handled himself off the field and the way he built relationships with the oldest players on the roster to the youngest players, and they feel he's a guy that they can build around and win big with, and now it's about putting pieces around him to help him elevate to that level. And if the two things can come together, uh, they feel like they can get back to where they were in the past. Mike Reese set up. It was pitch black, and now the sun is rising. But is it setting on the Patriots? No, no, I'm just kidding. Mike, great to see you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for hanging out with Thanks, us, Mike. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> so, Jay? Max, as I, was, uh, as, yes. I hear, as I was hearing Mike break that down about could the Pats finish last in the division? I thought to myself, why am I actually asking this? Aren't the Jets still in the division? That's <laughs> yeah. why you're asking. But, but the Jets have made some moves. <laughs> hey, like the, the question Jay asked, Key, like can Mac Jones be a franchise quarterback? 
you have a whole progression of what's expected in years one, two, three, whatever. I remember when I was a kid, Key, rookie quarterbacks stunk. I can't say the word that I want to say. They stunk. They were no good. By the standards of back then, Mac Jones looked pretty good to me as a rookie. What, like, can he be a franchise quarterback? What does he have to show you in year two? Well, he is their franchise quarterback, as Mike uh, astutely pointed out. I think when you look at the quarterback position for the New England Patriots, just think young Tom Brady. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not talking about Super Bowl seven win Tom Brady, 10 appearance. Tom Brady. I'm talking about early stages Tom Brady, year one, two, three, when the defense played a certain way, and they continued to let him develop at the quarterback position because those early Super Bowls, let's be honest, was not Tom Brady. It was the Willie McGinnises, the Teddy Bruskies, the Tyler, the, the, the Lawyer Malloys, the Ty Laws, the Ted Johnsons. Those were the guys that anchored that football team to victory in those Super Bowls. Then eventually they took the training wheels off Tom Brady and it was all about terrific Tom. And I think that is the same recipe that they're trying to go with with Mac Jones. Now his may speed up a little bit more. We've had Charlie Weiss on with us before who was the offensive coordinator with those Tom Brady teams. And he once said to us that Mac Jones is a little ahead of where Tommy was at this stage of his career. So I think he can be the franchise quarterback for them because they like what they see. Iki, you know, thinking about this yesterday, I, I obviously don't have him in the upper tier of other quarterbacks in the AFC. Like he's, he's, he can be the franchise quarterback, but he'll be a mid-tier franchise quarterback. And the fact that him combined with Bilicek, uh, with Bill Bilicek, like that's enough, right? Like for me, mid-tier quarterback who doesn't make mistakes who is sharp at the line of scrimmage, who can make people better, who's a good leader, that combined with the way Bilicek is a coach, his mind works, that will be enough for them. But I I don't see him being in this next upper echelon of the Justin Herberts or the Patrick Mahomes. He's not that guy to me. What what I would say, Jay and Max, you didn't see Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback of all times in his second career in the National Football League either. And I'm not saying that Mac Jones will. And I'm not saying that Mac Jones will turn out to be Tom Brady. But at the same time, you got to let it develop to a point where it looks a little bit different. Year one, I'm not asking Max. I'm not asking you to do anything, right? Even though Mac Jones completed 68% of his passes for close to 4,000 yards. The second year, I need you to do a little bit more for me. The third year, I need you to be a Pro Bowl-type quarterback. Maybe you don't get in, but your foot is in the door. That fourth year... I need to make that decision on long-term extending you, and that'll tell me a lot. And so far, based but, on that that chart, Key, Mac Jones is ahead of the curve. Yes. First year, he's where you might want a guy to be in his second year. And yes. look, Jay, I would say this. Tom Brady is, is such an outlier. Not only is he a best-case scenario, he's beyond that, right? So but, I get but, that. But yes. see, Max, yes. we're only talking about <laughs> early Tom Brady, though. No, but, but we're early not talking talk- about late guy, Tom guy. Brady. No, I, I, no, I get because it. What we, I'm saying is his development was so perfect. Like, it's the best-case scenario for what you're talking about. But, Jay, I would say one thing about Tom Brady is he gave you the feeling. Or like, Tom Brady early on got more credit than he deserved, right? He gave you a feeling like, that's the dude I want. Even, even Key Max, when his team was carrying him. It, does Mac Jones give you that feeling, Jay? Is Mac Jones the guy you I, want? No, he doesn't give me the same feeling Tom Brady gives me. And I, I know – I think we're making a huge mistake by comparing him, Key, 
just because Tom Brady was a friend, just because Tom Brady was there. Right. It's like these natural comparisons that people start to draw about where he was in this process of his development. And I think that just automatically sets him up for failure because he's not going to be Tom Brady. No, like, but Tom we're not, Brady we're, is one of I know, no, but I know but, you guys are comparing see, it to the development process of it, Key, but he's not the Tom, development Tom Brady's one of one, man. But it's the development process. See, what so, happens is we think about Tom Brady. Giselle Tom Brady. We don't think about Tom Brady looking for a girlfriend early on. We don't think about that. We think about Tom Brady, fourth Super Bowl, fifth Super Bowl, sixth Super Bowl, seventh Super Bowl. We're not – don't think that. Think early Tom Brady. Remember early Tom Brady, Key? Early Tom Brady and the comparisons to Peyton. Everyone's like, well, Peyton's better, but Brady's lucky. But after a while, it just felt – Compare it to that. Right, but – Compare it to – Adam Vinatieri kicking game-winning field goals compared to that. No doubt. And early on in his career, it felt like something good always happens for that guy, right? But they built on that until it became ridiculous. And I think Jay's point, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, is that's such a perfect outcome. You can't hope for that with a dude like Mac Jones. You can hope to follow a similar trend, but the ceiling on it probably isn't what Tom Brady's was, which seemed limitless, right? I would. And, Key, I would ask you, according to your chart that you have about where the development of the quarterback is, like, would you bet a lot of money on the fact that Mac Jones will be a pro bowler in his third year? He a pro bowler now, Jay. He went to the pro bowl. He went bowl to the pro year. bowl. It's <laughs> true. I mean, well, yeah, I, I know. Hey, Jay. Got Jay. me. Got me. Got me on that one. Got me. But, but, you, but, but, but Jay, Jay point taken. Back? Point taken. He you know was not I mean? one of the yeah. three best quarterbacks in the AFC. No, of course. Right. Thank look, you. That's what, look, thank you. I get it. But I want you to really use your Duke brain and just understand what I'm saying right here. It's just let him develop. He's not going to ever be Tom Brady. He's one. Tom Brady is one of one. No question about it. But the same blueprint that they use for Tom Brady, they're using for Mac what Jones. What is your best guess, Key, what Mac Jones' ceiling is based on uh, – I, I think more of Mac Jones, I think, than you guys do because I thought he was very impressive as a rookie. But what's his, what's his ceiling, do you think? I think his ceiling for me is several Pro Bowls, as long as Bill Belichick is there, maybe one or two Super Bowls, and after that, I don't know. Hmm. That's, that's, that's hmm. what it is for me. As long as Bill Belichick is there, he has a fighting chance. There is no question about it. You know, it's... Bill Belichick has yet to come close to challenging for a Super Bowl as a head coach without Tom Brady. Hasn't been oh, very God, long. Oh, God, if you don't stop, Max. Well, but, but it hasn't been very long. But I'll just point something out. Greg Popovich <laughs> is one of the greatest teams of all t- uh, coaches of all time. And when he had Tim Duncan, right, like great coaches have their extension of themselves on the floor as the captain of the team. When he had Duncan, he won five chips. No one's going to say Popovich is not a great coach, but he, the fact is, I'm just stating a fact, he's never won a championship in the NBA without Tim Duncan. Belichick, it's been very short time, hasn't done it without Brady. It doesn't mean he can't succeed, but we're throwing Super Bowls around, as, as you said, like giving out candy. It ain't so easy, mm-hmm. right? Even for no, Belichick, if you don't have the right guy. Is Mac yeah, Jones the right what, guy? I think Mac Jones, for what they want to do, is the right guy. you got to remember the New England Patriots, I believe, finished second in the NFL in defense, okay? They are a defensive unit led by a running game on the offensive side and a quarterback that they're asking not to make any mistakes. They're going to eventually unleash him to a degree 
where he's going to start to make some mistakes, and they'll correct them, and he'll get better and better and better and better. That's what they're hoping for. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, if the guy – what do you think of his arm? Because, like, to me, the thing that Tom Brady always had, which is why it turned out best-case scenario, all the intangibles, intelligence you couldn't even predict, all the leadership in that, he could always make all the throws, right? He had a good, yeah, strong see, arm. Yeah, but here's what I'm going to say again, Max. Max, trust me on this, baby. You keep saying he always had, he had, he had. Not early on. Early on, his first three years in the league as a starter – he was just a guy. It oh, no, was no, no, led no. by the I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I agree. I, but and, and you can say the same thing for Mac Jones. Mac Jones is smart. He knows where to go with the football. Mac Jones is intelligent. He played for Nick Saban. So he's already trained in the mind what to expect. You, we can do all of that. The key for him is when he gets to year four and five, what will he be? I know what he's going to be in two and but three. But my, quest, my question is this for is you, Key. My question is for you. I, I hear everything you're saying, and I'm with you. I'm agree with you. That was my perception at the time, the whole thing. Even Brady gave you a good feeling and everything. How much of that is Belichick? When, I'm, when I say his arm, I don't mean he was the most accurate, biggest arm guy I'd ever seen. But that, when I looked at his arm, I'm like, yup, that kid, that young kid has a good, strong arm, right? He can make the throws. Do you see that in Mac Jones? Mac Jones has a funky delivery, a launch point, so it, make, it looks a little weird. But I think he has a strong enough arm to get it done, I mean, we'll see this year, right? I mean, we didn't see it against Buffalo the first or the second time. The first time, obviously, because of the weather. The second time, they just got after of him. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like when you, if you're betting on the Pats, you're betting on Belichick more than you're betting that, on Mac. Right? 7,000. Like you're betting on 7,000%. That's what you're betting on. 7,000%. Is there a chance yes. Mac Jones could become a great quarterback, Key? Could he become a great quarterback? What's, what's great, Max? Yeah, what's I was great? about to say, what's great, okay, Max? Well, I would say a great quarterback. Forget about Pro Bowls and all that. To me, um, if, you can, if you can captain your, your offense, like lead your team to the playoffs most years and, and, and regular playoff runs, meaning at least one win, you challenge in the second game, maybe two wins, if you do that pretty consistently. Okay, okay here's one for you. Can yeah. he be Phillip Rivers? <clears throat> sure. Sure, Philip Rivers. Yeah. I think Philip Rivers was the only thing. The only argument against yeah. Philip Rivers' greatness is he didn't get it done deep in the playoffs, right? Well, no, you said challenge, right? Yeah, challenge absolutely. Division, I consider him division, a yeah, he's playoff actually, here. There. But, yes, he can be Philip Rivers. Wow, that's great. I, that, that's, but I, I do wonder how we'll start talking about him this year, seeing how the other quarterbacks in this conference are so dynamic and how they can play. Like, and I, I know he's part of the system, the Belichick system key. But, you know, when he was coming out in the draft, we were talking about his ability not to be able to get out of the pocket, right? You said slug, like mud boots, whatever your terminology was. And I, I just wonder how we'll start gravy comparing boots. that. Gravy Yeah, mud boots, gravy boots, same thing. It's like how we'll start comparing that when we see how dynamic other quarterbacks are. Well, I think it's going to all come down to wins and losses, right? Is, is he in a, a winning team or is he on a losing team? And if he continues to keep winning – then we're going to be like, oh, okay, cool. They did go to the playoffs in his rookie year. Now, yeah. he didn't screw it up enough for them not to make it to the playoffs. I'm thinking about quarterbacks who win Super Bowls. It's true. There are more Increasingly, there are dynamic quarterbacks who get there. But quarterbacks who win Super Bowls, and maybe it's skewed by Brady, are not always the most dynamic guys. Nick Foles pocket-type guy, needs a, po- needs a clean pocket. Matt Ryan, yeah. who challenged in that Super Bowl. Tom Brady, obviously. 
um, Matt Mabuts, Stafford. Yep. These are not, you know, the most dynamic, all super threat in every way quarterbacks. So a team uh, who reset expectations is now being punished for it. Why is that? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.